Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Pastor Bennett from Haiti. Pastor Bennett, it's been a pleasure to have you uh, visiting at Celebration Center here in Fort Fairfield, Maine. Um, tell me a little bit about where you live in Haiti and what work you're doing. Thank you so much for giving me this great opportunity to speak uh, to all of the people that are listening right now at uh, Destiny Moments. And uh, I greet you and I pray that you have an awesome time as you are listening to this uh, broadcast. Uh, I am uh, from uh, Haiti. I was born in a place called Tiot. Tiot uh, is in the southeast of Haiti. And it's a very humble place. And uh, as I said to people, I was born in a one-room home, and that was my hospital. And after three months, uh, you know, we moved, uh, my parents moved uh, to a place uh, called Arcaye. Arcaye is about uh, one hour away from Port-au-Prince. Uh, so on the national road number one for those that used to go to Haiti and those that planning to go. So that's where we are. Well, Pastor Bennett, I heard you speak this morning and it just, um, I don't know, just made me come alive because I, I speak the same message about God has placed greatness in his people and he's given everyone a gift. And we all need to bring that together um, to have community and to have the whole picture. Yes. So ex expand upon that, would you please? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, one thing I will say is that uh, as long as there's an enemy, there will be destruction, there will be poverty, there will be misery. You know, the Word of God tells us that uh, in John 10, uh, 10, that the enemy comes to kill to destroy and to steal. But Jesus Christ came so that we might have a life and have life abundantly. So I do believe that there will always be poverty, there will always be sin, there will always be misery because the enemy, that's what it comes to do. That's what he wants to do. But I believe also the people of God, Jesus came so that we might have life. And Jesus has the church is the head and the church is his body and as his body we are responsible to bring life into this world that is dying so the life that is inside of us so we cannot stay you know any different and do nothing and that's why you know once we have that destiny inside of us once we have the gift that god has given us we need to do something with that gift with those gifts because the world needs us that has the gift that God has placed inside of us so that we can help change and transform this world. Amen. World changers. Amen. We are world changers. Uh -huh. Something that you said um, that I really like is you said add value to people. We know that God is all about people. Yes. And to expound upon that. Uh... I talk all the time about value system. I talk about uh, it's not how much you have that makes you great, but it's how much you give. What do you give? You give love to people. What do you give? 
you help people to see the value that is inside of them. And somebody says that if you can learn to see dignity inside of people, you will always treat them differently. So when I see people, I don't uh, see if they are white, I don't see if they are black, I don't see if they are yellow or green. I just see the dignity that gets placed inside of people. So once I can see that dignity, oh my goodness, I don't need to see the outside. I just need to see the dignity. And once I can see that, my job is to make that person feel that he's valuable, he's important, he's somebody, because God never created junk. God has created people, you know, of value. We are the sons of the living God. We are the daughters of the living God. We are queens and kings. You know, the Lord has made us king and queens. So we've got to understand that and help us to bring value to people. You know, it's so amazing that uh, God uh, never wanted to bring destruction to people. Whenever, you know, God sees you, he just wants to bring value because we are so important to him. And that's why, you know, I am determined, you know, in Haiti to help people see the value that God has placed inside of them. Now, we know that we have a real enemy and he would like us to quit, mm -hmm. but we won't. No, we won't. And tell me some things that you're doing to change lives in Haiti. So right now, uh, what we do, uh, first of all, I will say that, uh, you know, I came here in 1993. Uh, I studied uh, in Canada, I studied in the U.S., uh, but somehow uh, my heart is not for here. My heart is for my people in Haiti. Based on the values, based on the value system that God has given me, I want to help transforming the lives of the people in Haiti. First of all, we work in education. The Bible says that people are perished for lack of knowledge. So, if people are perished for lack of knowledge, then what can I do to help in education? You know, when I read the statistics, 90% of all the countries that are developed, they have a rate of over 90% of the people that know how to read and how to write. So in Haiti, you know, the statistics is about, you know, over 50% percent of the people don't know how to read and uh, and how to write so we are determined you know to do something and that's why you know we are we believe big time in education so we have a school of about 700 children that we are helping uh, kindergarten section primary section and a secondary section and once sometimes some of them you know when they finish high school and uh, we try to see how we can help uh, them to go to the university and as the Lord opened the doors we try to do that because we believe big time in education if that was not the case the Bible will not say people are perish for lack of knowledge and even Solomon he said you know find me some competent man they will work with kings mm. and that's very important for us amen the Bible also says that we're to write the vision 
and make it plain. Mm -hmm. And without a vision, my people perish. perish. So um, God has deposited in every life. Um, they have a purpose and a plan and a destiny. I agree. And they need to connect with God himself mm -hmm. and to walk in that destiny. I agree. Can you talk a little bit more about that? You know, when, I, when we talk about uh, destiny, I believe that uh, uh, each one of us, we have a gift. And I always tell people, whenever you have a gift, you have a ministry. Whenever you have a gift, you have a destiny that you need to fulfill for yourself, first of all, but also God has placed you with that destiny so that you can help others fulfill their destiny. Amen. And that's very important. So it's so amazing that God will give you a gift. God will give you a dream. The dream that he gives you is not for you. You might be on your knees and God might give you that dream. God might give you that vision. God might give you uh, uh, that gift. But the gift is not for you. You see what I'm saying? I do. So it's like Joseph. When Joseph received that gift, oh, it's true that uh, Joseph, uh, people talk about Joseph. But it's so amazing that the people of Israel... They receive more from that gift that uh, Joseph had than himself. So whenever God has called you, he has given you a gift. The gift, first of all, is to do whatever he has called you to do. And that could be personal. But the thing, the most important thing is the calling, the gift, the destiny that he has called you, uh, in which he has called you, is not for you. It's so that... You can fulfill your destiny, but at the same token, how can you help others grow into their destiny? Right. Build the kingdom of God. To build the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Well, talk to me a little bit about you were a miracle. Yes, uh, I am living today because really of the grace of God. Uh, first of all, in the earthquake of January uh, 2010, I was at the university uh, getting uh, my master's in local government and uh, it was there I had a Russian uh, professor, you know, he was ready to uh, begin his teaching uh, around four o'clock, I think, around five, and I think right uh, around four something, fifty, and uh, boom, the earthquake hit. And I was sitting on the left side of the building and that thing, and I ran to the exit door on the right side of the building. And when I touched the, no the door knob to open the door, because I was the first one to get in that door, and there was a small voice inside of me saying, don't go outside. But what a contrast, a building is falling down and for God speaking to me, saying, don't go outside. You know, the best thing in the flesh will be, go out. Go out. But that small voice told me, no, don't go out. But while I stayed inside, that building was coming down, coming down, coming down. 
And while I was inside, it's like I was saying, my goodness, wow. You know, it brought an image back to me that was uh, that happened two years ago when a building collapsed and there were about 200 young people, kids died in that school. And uh, that was the picture that came. And somehow I began to say, I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna die. And the building was about, you know, uh, four uh, feet, you know, between uh, the ceiling and the floor. And the Lord told me, just stay flat on the ground. And somehow the Lord directed my path, crawling through a hole that was 13 inches wide between the beams of the ceiling and the floor of that building and after that I jumped about 20 feet down and the Lord saved me in that earthquake that was a miracle a miracle a miracle and it's so amazing that I had uh, students that were behind me they died the professor that was in front of me died and many others that were sitting in the classroom they died mm -hmm. but the Lord saved me out of that earthquake but you know what? I've got to say, people might say, man, you had the chance to just run outside the door. But it's so amazing, the Lord kept me inside for a reason. Because there's a possibility if I had run outside and went to the right, the building will just fall and I'll just meet, the building will just meet me in the air because there were other students that were in the other room on the right side they were cut into those rooms and they were dead if i had run to the left all the blocks in the building will fall on my head so i will not know what to do in that panic moment but somehow the lord who is watching over us every minute every second he said son i want you to stay here at 4 55 stay here i don't want you to go anywhere and he saved me and that's why i believe that god is watching over us every second every minute every hour every day is watching over us amen and that's a miracle that i will never forget how the Lord saved me from that miracle. And just recently, the bigger, the probably, you know, I don't know if I can consider it as the second greatest miracle. I don't know. But somebody, after a bank transaction from the bank, because I was ready to go do a pastor's conference, and I went to the bank to withdraw some funds. Then they saw me. I don't know if it was something between somebody inside or outside. I don't know. But after a while, you know, I had two motorcycles following me. And they came to my window and they shut me when I stopped somewhere and they shut me and they took everything that I was inside. So they shut me, left me to die. But somehow the Lord saved me. Today I'm living with, the, with that bullet inside of me. And I found, I met with about five surgeons. They told me that some of them said I'm lucky. Some of them said that I'm a miracle. Some of them said that I have a power that is higher, that watch over me because that bullet it said the doctor said that it, if it went one quarter inch higher, I'll be paralyzed. 
If it went one quarter inch further, I'll, it will touch my aorta and I'll bleed to death. And I will not be here today. But the Lord wanted me to have a fresh and a new testimony. And today, when I see the scars on my skin, when I see the scars in my stomach where they put the drain uh, to, to, to drain the blood out, I made a miracle. And today, I have this bullet right in my spine and I'm living because His grace is sufficient. And you're not quitting. I'm not quitting. I'm not going to quit. In Jesus' name. <laughs> so you, you talked a little bit about Canada. You went to school in Canada. Yes. And it's funny. I just recently read an article where um, the Spirit of the Lord is really moving in Canada. And we've been believing God for that. And I believe it's already started a global awakening. Amen. And um, that river is flowing, isn't it? Amen. Amen. We just are trusting the Lord uh, for the river, for the people to, uh, to, 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 to have a revelation and a passion to continue, you know, to uh, uh, show people that Jesus is the greatest. You know, it's like C.S. Lewis uh, who said that uh, uh, Christianity is like the sun. And we can see everything through the light of the sun. So it does not matter how much people have. It does not matter how much money people have. It does not matter how, much, how many houses, how big is your bank account. You know, it's like I will, I will tell people, uh, why do you think, uh, you know, a man like Bill Gates, you know, the richest man in the world, if he was sitting around a table, why would he need to pray? Because he has money to buy food for the rest of his life. I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but if he was a Christian and he prays, I will understand why he will do that. He will do it because everything is about him. We can owe everything to him. No matter what we have, we owe everything to him. And I just pray that passion will come upon the, the new generations of Canada to know that God has made their country blessed and they should continue to live into um, the direction that God has given and the word of God and even America that uh, they will continue to believe that you know uh, like the forefathers when they said the forefathers of America when like Washington when he said you know we, I cannot lead this country without God and the Bible so I just pray that same passion will continue to burn into the hearts of the Canadians and the Americans so that they, con they can continue to Lift Jesus higher so that the world can see Amen. the greatest. I love that song by Andre Crouch, Jesus is the answer. Yes. And that is the word of the Lord today from um, Aroostook County all the way to Haiti, isn't it? Amen. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. And it's so amazing that the further we go away from him, the more danger we will come into our lives. You know, Sometimes I see, I say, why would somebody 
hate the word of God. Jesus has taught us to love people. I don't care who you are. God has called me to love people. And the best way to bring value to people is to love them. And the word of God teaches, you know, that we should have joy, be in peace, live in peace with all. So I love the word of God because that's where I found the principle that I need to live my life. And I thank God for giving us Jesus Christ to as our king, as our master that we can follow and live the, the kind of life that he has called us to live. Well, Pastor Bennett, um, we have a few minutes left. I just want to ask you, is there anything else that's on your heart um, today to speak to the listeners? I want to tell to all of the people, brothers, sisters, uh, that are listening right now to this uh, broadcast, I just want to encourage you that whatever you are doing today, in whatever situation that uh, you might be in, I just want to encourage you, keep holding on keep holding on because god will never will never never give up on you he is so faithful in whatever test that you are going through today god is going to give you a testimony because i've been in situation where i thought that it was going to be so worse and i was not going to be able to get out but today i have a testimony and i just want to encourage you also spite of what you are going through today God has called you to continue to love people, bring values into people, and let them know that uh, they are special, they are loved, they are, they, are, they are precious. That's the calling that God has given you. So let people know that they are so important. So hopefully that one day I'll come back again. I'll be talking with you. But in the meantime, keep loving Jesus and keep knowing that you are so special that you are so precious because your honor is the Lord Jesus Christ. He owns you. And because he owns you, he is a God of value. He's a God of greatness. You have greatness in you. You have value in you. Continue to believe that. And let's continue to change the world. I love you. God bless you. Oh, thank you so much. Will you just take a few moments and pray for them as well? Yes. Amen. Amen. Father, I just want to thank you so much for all the listeners that are listening right now uh, in the United States, in Canada, and all over the world. I pray that uh, you will open their eyes of understanding so that they can draw closer and closer to you. Lord, you are the best thing that could ever happen to us. And that's why we continue to ask you that you will continue to create in us a clean heart and a right spirit. Oh Lord, cast us not away from thy presence, but renew a right spirit within us. I bless each one that are listening right now. Let them know that you are by their side. Let them know that uh, they are valuable and help them to continue to reach the world and to have that passion for your glory. We bless your name, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor Bennett. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. Pleasure. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.